Hello, I'm Darian St. Martin, and I'm your host at World Speaks English podcast, where we discuss all things English, and in particular, the most effective IELTS tips provided by me, an experienced IELTS trainer, and the testtaker.com website, where you can find more materials for each of our audio lessons. You're listening to a series of podcasts about IELTS speaking. Today's topic is food, and we will be reviewing sample answers to typical questions you might get at your test, as well as some key vocabulary you must know for the topic. Let's begin with the first part of the IELTS speaking section. The examiner will now ask you some relatively easy questions. The first one might be, can you cook? And I might answer, Oh yes, I truly love cooking. The joy of thinking about a particular dish, looking for a recipe and then implementing it in my own kitchen makes me specifically happy. The next question might be, who does the cooking in your family? Me and my mom are in charge for preparing family meals. Because I am the oldest among the siblings, I like to teach my small sisters how to cook nice dishes. Next question is, what is your main meal in the day? And I might answer, it is lunch for sure. Unfortunately, I get to skip breakfasts from time to time because I do not want to spend extra time in the morning for cooking. Next question here is, on what occasions do you eat special kinds of food? And my answer is, first and foremost, when I am eating out. Exquisite menus in restaurants give me countless opportunities to try new dishes and enrich my routine diet with foods from different cuisines. The next question from our examiner is, which foods from your country do most foreign people enjoy? I think foreign people are always eager to try local dishes that are often exotic for where tourists come from. In Russia, traditional foods include red soup called borscht, small dumplings with meat called pilmeni, and natural drinks made from berries. And the last question from our examiner is, do you eat much junk food? Well, I do eat fast food occasionally. Since having started a new job, I find it more convenient to pop every now and then into a McDonald's restaurant that is right around the corner from my office. Now we are moving into the part two. In this part, you will have to talk at length and in the form of a monologue for around one or two minutes until the examiner stops you or until you are finished with your part. And you get to talk about your favorite food. That's our cue card question. You should say what the food is, what it is made of, why you like it, and explain why it is your favorite food. So, this is how my answer looks like. I am a huge fan of healthy diets that include dishes like steamed vegetable and fish, lots of fruit, foods with low fat and sugar in them. My favorite meal is breakfast and I try to make it as enjoyable as possible, especially on weekends when I have more spare time. So, the dish of my choice for breakfast is the cottage cheese pancakes with raspberry jam. 
This is a traditional Russian dish, as the cottage cheese is widespread across the country and made out of milk. It is high in many nutrients, including protein, B vitamins, and minerals like calcium. If one is looking to lose weight or build muscle, then cottage cheese is among the most beneficial foods to eat. To prepare the dough, I mix the cottage cheese, eggs, and some flour to hold it. I do not find it particularly easy to fry the pancakes because cheese quickly falls apart when in unskilled hands. So much practice is required until achieving the perfect combination of frying time and fire intensity. However, the dish is so tasty to enjoy with jam and some cappuccino in the morning. It is definitely worth the time or money spent on getting it on my table. The pancakes are fluffy, lightweight and never leave any unpleasant feeling in my stomach after the meal. Now we are moving on to the part 3. In this part you will have to employ some higher level vocabulary to talk about abstract things. The questions are a little bit more difficult and you will have to talk at length or at least longer than in your part 1. So, the first question here might be something like this. Tell me about the types of food that people eat in your country. There are many climate zones in Russia, so the food frequently varies according to the local weather. In particularly cold regions, people prefer dishes with lots of meat and fat to keep themselves warm in extremely cold temperatures. One can often see different kinds of bread and soups with beef, pork or chicken on tables. In the south, however, menus are completely different as people try to eat more fruit, vegetables and drink much throughout the day to stay hydrated. Next question is, how are eating habits now in your country different from eating habits in the past? Well, I am quite glad that our eating habits are undergoing massive changes now. Diets become lighter and people generally pay more attention to where their food comes from and what it is made of. I have noticed that nowadays people try to saturate their meals with lots of vegetables that provide vitamins, fish that is rich with protein and omega-3, bread made of high-quality wheat. It is no longer encouraged to eat plenty of carbs or substitute a wholesome meal with processed lunches from a grocery store nearby. And the last question in this part is, how healthy is your country's food? I am sure that every cuisine offers both healthy and unhealthy food choices. Russian meals are not particularly salty and almost never spicy, so I find that to be better for our digestion than some Asian dishes that tend to be greasy with lots of added salt, pepper or spice. I am also glad that foods here are balanced in terms of vegetables and meat. In addition, we have a tradition to brew natural fruit drinks in summer and autumn. I wish we ate less baked pastries at home, though. Okay, great. We are done with our sample questions. Now let's look at some key vocabulary. 
Remember, you can get the transcript of this podcast in full from the testtaker.com website. And there you will see the key vocabulary I'm talking about. So, of course, the keywords when talking about food are the names of meals, such as dinner, lunch and breakfast. You also can talk about exotic foods, staple foods, and your favorite foods, for instance. When it comes to exotic foods, those are foods from a faraway place, let's say, or a striking, unusual in appearance or taste. When staple foods, on the contrary, are basic foods or products that people use or eat regularly in your location. So, this kind of food can also be referred to as just plain. Plain food also does not include any flavors. Usually, it's like cooked without added flavors. For example, I'd love a nice cup of tea with a plain biscuit, meaning that the biscuit doesn't really have any added flavors to it. There are different types of food you can talk about. You can talk about beef, pork, chicken. Those are kinds of meat, for example. There is also fish, of course, and vegetables. You can cook your food in a pan, and a pan is a container made of metal, and it is basically used for cooking food in. And it's so widespread that you can actually cook many different types of food in a single pan. Don't forget about nutritional benefits when you're talking about your food. Of course, people want to have as much nutritional benefits as possible in their dishes. The nutrition's in the dishes can be fats, and that's a naturally oily or greasy substance occurring in animal bodies, especially when deposited as a layer under a skin or around certain organs. Uh, those can be proteins, and these are required for the structure and function and regulation of our body cells. And you know that the sources of those proteins are usually beef, poultry, fish, eggs, dairy products, nuts or seeds. There are also carbohydrates or just carbs for short. They provide body with energy and there are a lot of carbs in potatoes, grains, cakes and cookies, so something sugary for example. All of that is basically nutrition. So a nutrition is a substance that provides nourishment essential for growth and the maintenance of life in our bodies. But be careful, one can easily get obese if they eat too much carbs, you know. Um, some say that sugar is also addictive. So there are people who are prone to addiction to foods with excessive sugar, for example. Don't forget that you can also talk about organic food or vegetarian food. And on the other hand, we have the processed food, junk food and fast food that is much, much worse than the organic and vegetarian options, right? When we are talking about the word formation, and that's the next part of our podcast, we talk about how words are used in different parts of speech. So, for instance, to digest is a verb, and then digestive is an adjective, and digestion is a noun. While being aware of how words can transfer from one part of speech to another gives you that additional skill that you can use at your speaking. So again, for example, a nutrition is a noun, then you can easily form an adjective out of it, say nutritious, right? Or nutrition, nutrition is not nutrition, 
Don't use them interchangeably. Just be careful with that. And the last one, a diet is quite versatile as well. You can use the noun, a diet. You can make an adjective, dietary, or just a simple verb, to diet. Very handy. That's it! To get more materials about this topic, like collocations, word formation, and useful resources, go to the testtaker.com website. You are also welcome to visit my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash where you will get a ton of free books, practice PDFs, and tips for IELTS. See you in the next episode of World Speaks English podcast. Bye!